my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. You're listening to Studio 22. Welcome to Studio 22. I'm Brock O'Hearn. I'm here with my co-host, Will Meldman. And we are sitting here with the man, the myth, the legend, Brandon <laughs> Cooks, NFL wide receiver. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, man. Appreciate you fellas for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Hey, you drove in from uh, Newport? Yeah, Newport, you know. Yeah. Uh, standing in Pelican Hill right now. Just nice. quick little vacation with my wife and I and son, so... Uh, just wanted to get away for a little bit. Yeah, that's a great spot too. That's kind of my stomping grounds, like where I grew up over there. And not a bad place to be. Yeah, it's not a bad beautiful. place to be. Absolutely. Yeah, right on PCH and the view there too. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. haven't left the hotel, but you know, other than that, uh, you know, just kind of just been hanging out and enjoying that view. I wish I knew how to golf. You know, oh, I was yeah. say the course is beautiful there. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. That's actually something I'm trying to get on right now, too, because Will is a great golfer. Um, Thank you. So I got to step my game up. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those things that you got to stay consistent. I feel yeah. like every offseason, I'm like, all right, I'm going to learn. Go out there a couple of times, get distracted. Uh, next offseason, we back at, you know, step one. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. And then I'm sure, you know, being a dad now too, right? Yeah, yeah. that's a little more difficult. I can't yeah. be I can't be gone as long anymore. You gotta you gotta get him on the field then and then Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the cool thing is he's now he's at that age where he can run around. So yeah. when I'm working out, I bring him to work out with me. That's cool. And just to be able to see him run around it has been awesome, you know. So Yeah. How old is he? If you're a year and a half now. Year and a half. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. When they start talking and, and like, dude, it's <laughs> absolutely a whole. Other, it's crazy because you almost watch them daily learn something every new. single day. Crazy, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you didn't know that yesterday, did no, you? That's crazy. No, they're, they're like sponges, right? They hear yeah. you say something and they just yeah. repeat it. So you got to be careful too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they it'll come back quick. That's funny, man. Um, so you're uh, you're from California, right? Yep. Grew up in Stockton, California. Nice, man. My whole life. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm from Sacramento. Yep. Will's from San the Francisco. Bay, too. Yep. We all yeah. Northern California. That's it, There man. we go. Yeah. Must be something in the water up there, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? A little bit more uh, 
a little bit more weather, I should, I should say, than yeah. SoCal. Yeah. Uh, both, both, both places are obviously special. Uh, yeah. California in general is just something like. It's something about it. Yeah. See, I, I didn't travel until I was like, I don't know, 23, 24, anywhere. Okay. Uh, and when I first did, I, I went to some beautiful places. You know, I went to, uh, where was I? I was in Greece. I went okay. to, you know, Italy. I went yeah. to, you know, some, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, this, these places are beautiful. But like, why is it 120 in Croatia every day? Yeah. You know, why is it like this? I didn't realize how nice the weather is yeah, here. Yeah, nice. So, get spoiled out here yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, those places are beautiful and no it doubt. is amazing to travel to. So yeah. that's awesome though. But football is taking you around the world now, huh? Football has taken me around the world, you know. Um, been playing it since I was nine, you know, obviously going off to college for it. And then now being in the NFL going on nine years, um, hitting all the different spots that I've hit before the people that you meet, uh, different things that inspire you. I mean, that's why I got into traveling. You know, had a couple of buddies that traveled uh, for the longest. You know, my first three years, I was like, yeah, I'm just straight football. I work out, come home, that's it. And I started to realize, man, I need to find a balance. You know, Drew, I remember Drew Brees telling me, you got to find that balance between life and ball or you're going to burn yourself out. Yeah. So I'm like, well, well, what can my balance be? Well, in the off season, I would start to travel, you know, uh, at the time, she was my fiance. Now my wife, you know, and my mentor would go to, you know, Asia, New Zealand, and those type of places. And after that first trip, you're just like, all right, I got the bug. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is gonna be my balance, right? Yeah. And take my break, go travel, and um, you know, experience what the world has to offer. And that's and that's been special. I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. That's great, man. Yeah. There's a there's a book I absolutely love. I don't know if you read it, but it's called the The Power of Full Engagement. And it's talking about that balance too, basically. Yeah. And, and they take high level athletes and they break down what they do on a day to day basis, or at least when they're playing as well, and how they fully engage in their craft right. and then they fully disengage. Yep. Like, you know, the best tennis players, how much they can recover in that short amount of time between each each set. Absolutely. You know? And it's the same thing in life too. It's like if you don't fully disengage, you are going to get burnt out. No you're gonna, and if you're all in something, you know, regardless if you're passionate about it or not, you know, too much of a good thing is not yeah, a good thing, right? Absolutely. So that's really cool. You found uh, traveling, and then you know, uh, I was looking at your pages too, photography as well. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Kind of go hand in hand, right? You yeah. know, you travel, you able to, uh, you know, capture moments and experiences that, yeah. you know, you could pull the phone out, be able to capture those, and go back and edit it. Like you know, you said something to me earlier. It's like editing a memory, right? Yeah. You, you chopping up a memory and you've been able to edit it and uh, be able to grasp it the way that you remember it. it. It's also something special. Yeah, man. You, I mean, from what I saw too, you got a great eye, man. I try. I yeah, try. I've been you, learning you from it. some great people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So That's cool. Uh, I just got to keep keep doing it. You know, it's been unfortunate these last couple of years with COVID not being able to travel as much, but yeah. things are starting to open back up and hopefully being able to get a, a big trip here soon. Yeah. yeah. I actually just saw yesterday... Uh, uh, that they removed the mask mandate in uh, nationally. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, just for traveling. So okay. I think more people are going to start traveling even more because of that too. And, yeah. Uh, Get back to, you know, sharing life with different people that you don't know, right? That's it, man. <laughs> so yeah, I look yeah. forward to that. That's going to be cool, man. Yeah. Will, Will, you travel a lot, don't you, as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, with Discovery Land yep. and all the, all the golf courses kind of around, like what I love about traveling is you know, meeting tons of different people yeah. and, and seeing how people live all over the world and different customs and, and you know, food and culture. And it really kind of gives you tons of perspective on not only like where you're from and the circle of where you live, but just kind of people in general. No doubt. And I, I think it like, it just forces you to kind of understand people better. 
yeah. which I love, yeah. but also yeah. photography. Yeah. Like my, my intro into film was basically I would film uh, family vacations. I got you. And I'd just spend hours like editing them on iMovie yeah, and yeah, putting yeah. like red hot chili peppers to it. <laughs> and, like, and that like really was my introduction into film gotcha. and, and got me uh, inspired. But but yeah, for no sure. doubt. You better be good at golf. You know, uh, oh. traveling the way that you have to travel yeah. Discovery Land. <laughs> You're exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, you have to be. It's like <laughs> one of those things that yeah, I feel like you just got to do it, right? So uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Starting at a young age helped yeah. a lot, for sure. My little brother is already like way ahead of me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll be encouraging him. No, no but, doubt. but yeah, that's awesome. You play with a lot of pros too, huh? Yeah, yeah. You get like. You know, you said Pelican Hill. Yeah. The last uh, foundation event I played in was, well, Clay Thompson had one okay. down there. We were out there with, like, Bob Mennery, uh, oh, wow. a few other guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, just beautiful track down there. But that's another thing about golf, too, is a lot of people use it to travel yeah. and play different tracks around the world. And, yeah. you know, it's, it is like a, like a community. And yeah. you can meet new people and, and travel and all that because of it. But Absolutely. Yeah, that was one of my first times I ever golfed was with Will, and uh, one of my favorite things he said because I was just whacking the crap out <laughs> yeah, of this yeah, thing, yeah. and I'm like, I'm trying to make this thing fly, right? And he's like, "What are you doing?" He's yeah. like, "There's a reason that 90 year old men are playing this game, you know." That's true. Yeah, it's it's very true. It's about the technique, you know. Yeah. It's a Jedi, tech, exactly. And then from there, it was a it was a game changer. I remember it's a humbling sport. I can tell you that much. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. No matter how good yeah. you may think you are, every single day. You know, there can be a day you go out there and you just you just don't get it done. You know what I mean? But oh, yeah. it's humbling to learn for sure. Because like you think you're an athlete and you go out there and try to hit this little white ball and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm embarrassing myself at yeah. this point. Yeah, I think like that's why a lot of pro athletes are attracted to the game too. Because, yep. you know, you can't just get good at it super quick. And yep. it's like it does take so much repetition and, no and learning. It's like you're, you know, you're at an, on top of the world in in one field in one sport. Yep. And then you can kind of come into this one and and just get your world rocked. No doubt. But, <laughs> no doubt. But like I've also, you know, sure. seen a lot of pro athletes that pick it up really quickly right. too, just because enhanced coordination right. and all that. But, no but yeah, that's awesome. So going back to, uh, you know, I think you said the first time you traveled when you went to college, right? Yep, that was, was the first time. Yeah, Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon State. Yeah, yep. was that uh, was that your first choice? Or? No, you know, funny story. I was actually committed to UC- UCLA at first. Um, you know, my buddy, one of my best friends, Phil Rule. He was a year above me. You know, he went to UCLA, and my dream school has always been UCLA. <clears throat> and at the time, I took my visit. You know, I was like, oh yeah, this is it. Committed. You know, we driving down, yeah, going to the Rose Bowl, looking at Beverly Hills. And first of all, now that I look back at it, I'm like, I, w- I won't be spending no time in these places that, <laughs> as a student, but hey, it looks cool. Yeah. And at the time, Rick Neuhauser was the head coach and uh, they called him Slick Rick. And uh, great dude, and you know, and did a great job recruiting me, clearly, because I committed. But then at that time, uh, months passed, uh, you know, they, they didn't have the best season and uh, everyone knew that he was getting fired. And so for me, I was like, uh, I might got to rethink this thing. I don't want to head into a new place with a new coach that really never recruited me. And, um, you know, so at that time, um, Coach Riley ended up coming to visit me, taking another swing at it, visiting me in my home in Stockton, this little duplex, and uh, sat down, had dinner with us. And I think that that just my mom was like, well, I love this guy. I love this man. And um, he runs a pro-style system, you know what I'm saying? And he already had guys that were short, 
you know, I'm considered short for football that had a lot of success. So I'm looking at that like, you know what? My 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 main goal is the NFL. And no matter how sexy it may look or how I get there, I just want to get there. Mm-hmm. So I end up decommitting from UCLA. Rick Neuheisel got fired and uh, ended up going to uh, Oregon State. Yeah. Man, yeah. smart move. Yeah, man. well, yeah, now yeah. I look back at yeah. it, I wouldn't change yeah. that, uh, that yeah. move for the world. So That's awesome, man. It was some growing pains that first year. Um, 100%. Yeah. But... Uh, I mean, it's a great spot and, uh, yeah. you know, changed my life, actually. That's cool, man. Yeah, I, I try to look at things with an open mind, too. You know, it's, it's a lot of times I commit, uh, and I think a lot of us do really, is commit to an idea of something that we believe we want or we right. think is right for us. That door closes, and then you realize, oh, this one opened for that what, for that reason, for those exact yep. reasons. And then I always say, you know, uh, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed no to doubt. be there. You know? No doubt. And yeah, I feel like if we can do a better job of, you know, thinking that way consistently, yeah. Uh, you know, we get caught up. You know, you know how it is. We get caught yeah, up yeah. like, man, no, I have to make this work. Yeah. And you feel so much resistance. And then you like, you let go. I'm like, see, because there was something better on the other side. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I feel you on that. That's cool, man. And like speaking of that and that pressure, I mean, when did that moment click of the NFL? Because, I mean, you look at there's around like a million high school football players yeah. in the U.S., maybe 70,000, you know, in NCAA and then. I think it's like one, two percent of that right. to the NFL. I mean, what was the moment? I mean, was there tons of pressure you felt, or how how was that? No, it was not a lot of pressure. You know, I, I grew up um, with three older brothers. You know, um, my dad passed when I was young. I was, I was I was six, and uh, so my mom raised me and my four brothers. And uh, it was never any pressure because, like, really, you was like, well, you think to yourself, I don't really post to make it. Um, but then again, I saw how hard my mom worked, right? Mm-hmm. And I still, to this day, I chase her work ethic. I always say there's one person I can never outwork, and that's my mom. And that's awesome. Um, and so I just always knew, like, as long as I work hard, I'm going to make it. And I think that moment finally clicked, really. Like, Pop Warner is one thing. You know, had a lot of success. A lot of kids are freaks in Pop Warner. But I think that it clicked, really, going into my senior year of high school. Like, nah. I supposed to be playing this game, and I can play this game at a high level. Um, I remember going to Stanford, the Nike camp, going into my senior year of high school, and that was my first time ever going to a camp because I couldn't afford it. But at that time, they invited me, and I was fortunate enough to win MVP. But you got guys there that are like, you know, five stars. I like, I, I, I belong right here with these guys, and yeah. if they if they should make it, and I for sure should. And that was kind of always my mindset. It was like, uh, you know, one person said it. Uh, Will Smith said, he's like, look, you might be more talented than me. You might be you might uh, be sexier than me. You mm-hmm. might have more gifts than me. But if we're both on a treadmill, the only way that I'm going to stop is if I die. And that's kind of that mindset that I have. Yeah, it's like, man. you're not going to outwork me. As long as I don't let that happen, I'll find my way in somehow, yeah, yeah, some way. Yeah. So Yeah, he also yeah. said um, something I love, too. He's like, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Yep, that's true. And that's I've, I've yeah. kind of adopted that, too, as yeah. well. You know, there's been some really great stuff. Uh, and finding people that leave, you know, success leaves clues, right? Yep. So it's having that and then picking up those things that work for you and moving forward. No so, doubt. yeah, it's it's the work ethic, man. It, it got to be. Yeah. It got to be. Because there's definitely guys that I grew up with in my hometown. I mean, yeah. freakish athletes. Freakish athletes. They just didn't, you know, end up making it because yeah. they didn't want to continue to work hard or some something else. But yeah, was, was it outliers? You know, ten thousand yep. hours. So yep. They say you know it's, you can have all the yep. talent in the world, but eventually the hard work will over. Yep. Like it'll pass it. No there's, there's no comparison. You know, no absolutely. Um, but that's a shout out to single moms too. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I grew up with single mom too. Okay. Oh, with, with five kids. Yeah. There same. You go. And I'm like 
just being able to juggle that. It's unbelievable. I, it's unbelievable. I took my nephews to Disneyland, <laughs> two of them, and I almost lost my now mind. Now imagine dude. doing that every single day for oh, however man. many years, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It gives you a different perspective, man. And yeah, it's the same thing too. Like I want to give my mom the world, man, because uh, you know, seeing what she did for us and, and, and holding on, you know. And no doubt. It's not easy. So it's cool yeah. to see you doing it, yeah, man. I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, that's awesome. So then after Oregon State, you're drafted yep. in the first round by New Orleans Saints. Yep. Take us there. How was that? It was it was a crazy moment because, so first of all, I take my family, my mom, my brother, and uh, my wife, uh, who's my wife now, and we, you know, we do the whole, you know, well, I was like, I think I'm going to get drafted in the first round. After the combine happened, I was like, all right, I think I'm getting drafted in the first round. So let's go to the green room in New York. And when I look back at that, it was the most stressful room in the planet. I mean, you got, call it, there's 32 picks in the first, um, but there's probably 40 guys there. So, you know, eight guys aren't going in the first round. So, guys are, it's literally a green room. I mean, you got these circle tables and we're squished in there like sardines. And, and I'm sitting there, you know, we all thought we were going to the Jets at pick, I think it was like 15. And so, pick 15 come, the camera's just in my face because everyone was like, He's going to the Jets, so I'm I'm nervous. No phone call. I'm like, oh shoot, what's going on? <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm not talking to no no one. My mom tried to say something. I'm like, don't talk to me. And everyone just know when I get in that mood. And uh, and during that time, you know, you got guys firing their agent on spot. They're like, you telling me I was gonna go in the first? You told me I was gonna do this. And so I'm like, oh boy. And then my agent at the time is just sitting there on his phone, but not. Calling any teams, I don't know if he's texting or if he's surfing at the time Facebook or something. So I'm getting, I'm getting mad now. So I'm like, dude, you supposed to be doing your job. Call these teams. So then I'm sitting there in this gray suit, oversized by the way. I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, gotta look professional, man. And no doubt. So then I get a call from a Bay Area number. So I'm like, oh, I'm going, I'm going to San Fran. I'm like, this is a dream come true. But at the, um, for whatever reason. Uh, he was using the Bay Area number, but it was Sean Payton, mm. pick number 20. They trade up, they trade uh, Philly to get the 20th pick because they felt if they didn't get me at 20, I was going to be going at 21 uh, at the time, the Chiefs. So he's on the phone. He's like, hey, this is Sean Payton. You know, uh, we coming to get you. You ready to be a saint? And I'm like, absolutely. Let's do it. And so, you know, he made the call in to the commissioner. I hang up my phone, and I'm just quiet because I'm still in shock. And my family's like, well, I was like, oh, that was the Saints. I'm going, we're going to the Saints. <laughs> so I'm like delayed. So everybody excited. And they call me. I walk up to the stage. They give you the hat. And man, it, it was a special moment because, I, you know, I saw my mom just, I, I think that that weight off her shoulder was just just taken off right then mm-hmm. and there. She, she didn't have no expectations, but she knew that my dream was always to take care of her, right? And however that may look. So I just saw this weight just go off her shoulders and, you know, it was, it was over with from there. You yeah, know, man. she, you know, she broke down. And I mean, as a kid, it's like you and the big apple, you dream of this, you watch the draft and you always want to be in that moment one day and actually live it out. Uh, was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Yeah, yeah that's incredible, man. Making an incredible moment even no better. Doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Dude, absolutely. I mean, I love yeah. that delay, too. You're like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like they looking at me, and I was like, because clearly they know I'll talk to someone. They're yeah, like, yeah. well? And I'm like, oh, we're going to the Saints. Oh, yeah, the reason <laughs> so, we're here. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, man, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, so was there uh, any crazy obstacles once you got into the NFL? You know, I, <clears throat> you know, I mean, my rookie year, I broke my thumb, you know, and I missed the last six games, but I wouldn't consider that really crazy obstacle. I, I think my obstacle started once I, I got traded. After my third year, I got traded uh, to to the Patriots, and and uh, super excited about it. I mean, obviously, you got this dynasty. You're going to play with the greatest quarterback of all time, yeah. and arguably the greatest coach of all time, right? Mm-hmm. And on the East Coast, so I'm like, I've never been that far from a living standpoint. But, you know, had success there, unfortunately. You know, that was a Super Bowl I get knocked out in. Didn't get to finish the Super Bowl on my team. We lose. Then I get traded that offseason to the Rams and, uh, you know, had a lot of success. But then once again, got to that Super Bowl, we lost. And, um, you know, those are some of the moments that, as a competitor, I look back at like, man, if I was just – did this a little bit different or did that a little bit different, uh, I'll probably be sitting here with a ring on my finger or not been off those teams. I mean, yeah, I had, granted, I had a lot of success, but clearly something didn't go right. And uh, But that's just how hard I am on myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just got to keep pushing, right? Uh, yeah. That's what we do. I still love the game going to year nine and going to continue to go as long as I can. Yeah. And while I'm doing it, going to continue yeah. to just uh, just do it. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, cut from the the line of probably the reason you're so successful, right. too, is you, it sounds like you expect more from yourself than no anybody else yep. ever ever could, you know? Yep. And that's what gets you up in the morning and keeps you going, too. And I, I feel that, too. You know, it's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't play ball, but, yeah. you know, it's physically demanding what I do for just to get in shape for a role right. or, you know, wanting to play that action. You know, if, if it's ever going to be a Marvel or a DC <laughs> out there, you know, it's like I, it's kind of look like I'm playing the the NFL, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, it's a lot of lot of work, a lot of, but that's coming from too, man. It's, yeah. like, it's exciting to watch your career and where you're going too, man. It's, Thank you. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, speaking of some of that hard work, I mean, that jump from college to NFL. Yeah. I mean, you know, a normal civilian like yeah. myself, like I couldn't could never imagine that. Were Were there any kind of habits or workouts or anything that were very similar things you had to learn I, or yeah. grow? Or? I would say, man, I would say college is a lot harder. Because wow. there's a lot less restraints. You know, they still got two a days in college in training camp. Um, and everything is structured for you. Now the problem with going to the NFL from a kid into this grown man's game is being able to uh utilize your time the right way because now it's on you to organize in the off season, let's say. And so either you're gonna be disciplined. You're going to continue to work hard and get in a program or you're just going to be a guy like, man, the offseason is the offseason. I'm taking it off and I'll show up uh, when the season starts. And so for me, I was fortunate enough to get drafted, um, you know, to the Saints who had Drew Brees. Well, what did I do? I just followed him. I lived in Del Mar for three years and I just followed his his uh, his routine. You know, I made sure I stayed with him um, and throw with him, work out with him. Because at that time, I, I don't know nothing as a kid. Everyone's been structuring everything for me. Uh, you know, throughout college. So why don't I go to someone that's been doing it for a long time? I mean, that's incredible. I mean, the bond between quarterback and wide receiver, yeah. right, is like unbreakable. And then to have Drew Brees, yeah. Tom Brady, <laughs> and then more and more like elite quarterbacks yeah. to kind of mirror your routine off right. of. I mean, that's awesome. No, it was, it was, I mean, like I said, I hit the lottery uh, when it came to quarterbacks, especially at a young age. I mean, who who can you learn from better than those two guys at, at such a young age? Yeah. 
you know, from the best. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. And, and then, um, I mean, after that, it was what Jared and Deshaun. Jared and then Deshaun. Yep. I mean, yeah. so, so cool. <laughs> I can pick them right, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got great taste. Yeah, man. yeah, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. I did want to ask mm. about kind of the. Um, the culture in yeah. New Orleans, because yeah. I mean, we went out there for multiple jazz oh, fests. <laughs> I mean, we just had the time of our yeah. lives. Yeah. Was that like? I mean, you talk so much too about you know schedule and and discipline and and focus, but there's also like a cultural yeah. con- component of these and, cities. And I call it the 48 hour city. If you yeah. if you don't live there, get get in and out at 48 hours because oh, man. man, you you can get you can get lost in there in a great way. Because there's oh, yeah. a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you're talking about the food scene, the music scene. I mean, you name it, it's there. And it's like, when you go there, it's kind of like going back in time a little bit. You know what I mean? And some of the things that you read about or the movies that you watch. And uh, it's one of the greatest places um, in the country when oh, it comes yeah. to that. You know, you want to go have a good time, you go to New Orleans. Because it seems like there's a festival festival for everything. Yeah. And um, But for me... That's when I didn't have that balance. So I, you know, I would go out to eat. Now I'll go to nice restaurants. You know, it's kind of it was perfect because my last name was Cooks. So when I got drafted, all the chefs were like, you know, come on to the restaurant. You know what I mean? So you know, you had Emerald, who I grew up watching on the uh, Food Network. And, you know, he was famous for Bang. Yeah, or yeah, sorry, yeah. Bam. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, this is a dream come true. I'm sitting back in in the chef kitchen eating at Emeralds. You know, so I would definitely take advantage of the food scene. Um, and then I did, you know, um, the Mighty Gras and, and Jazz Festival yeah. uh, one time, and that was my rookie year because I felt like you just had to do it. Uh, but it's a great spot if you want to go out there and, and, and get lost in the shuffle for sure. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Yeah, I feel like you walk through the, you know, through the city too, and it's every other place has live music, yep, man. All the, the time. I mean, some of the best music you oh. might hear, uh, live performances you might hear oh. in your life. I mean, the, the, you yeah. know, people on the piano or whether it be the trumpet. I Incredible. mean, it's unbelievable. Well, I've, unbelievable. I've walked through there too. And like, I mean, we were, we were talking about, we were with our friends, the Thompsons from Cross Creek Pictures and, uh, you go through and like John Mayer's playing a set in the yeah. back alleyway, you know, like I like this. You're like, what is going yeah. on right yeah. now? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. The food is incredible. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, man. CP3 sent us to a restaurant. What was the name of that? It was, was uh, it the one with the gumbo. The... Yeah, we were eating like frog yeah. legs. Yeah, and Boy, all they're you know, so good. It, it, so I, good. I was loving it. Yeah. I, well, yeah, oh, my, my palate changed when I when I moved there. It's good. Like, I never knew that you can eat this type of food, but when you try, you're like, it's some of the best food I've ever yeah. had. So now you're like, yeah. oh, I can eat frog. Like, you're talking about frog legs, turtle yeah. soup. Yeah, it's Turtles, unbelievable. It's crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Escargo. Uh, my, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I, I totally I can attest for that too, man. I grew up with my family. My brothers and sisters are like the pickiest. Yeah, yeah. The, where my brother won't eat a cheeseburger if it has cheese hanging over the side of the, the burger. <laughs> I'm like, it's crazy. So when I started traveling and you're like, I don't really want to eat yeah. that calamari or whatever. You, you know, got to do it. You do it and you're like, oh my God, yeah. it's amazing. So frog legs was the first for me there. But I was like, Yo, what kind of seasoning is this? What are you, what are you doing to these things? Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there? You have a favorite city you've been to? Boston was awesome. Yeah, I think Boston was awesome. I think because at the, at the time everyone was winning. Still, you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, I get out of practice or on off day, I head over to the Celtics game. You know, conference final game seven, and sitting on the court. And LeBron right there, you know, battling against the Celtics or going to a Bruins game or a Red Sox game. So from that standpoint, it just seemed like all the teams just interacted with one another. It was like one big 
you know, fraternity. You know what I mean? They would give us free tickets and vice versa. And then be able to hop on the train, go to New York, go see a play. Um, you know, those type of moments were, were, were special. I mean, that's where a lot of our history is from our country, right? Mm-hmm. So being able to actually see that, uh, you know, up close and personal uh, was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 With, I mean, the Bruins had such a great run. Yep. And, I mean, that must be incredible being no a doubt. part of that and no that. Doubt. And yeah. That's cool. How did, uh, how did playing with Drew Brees differ from playing with Brady? Man, that's a great question. So, you know, trying to see how to frame that. So, Drew, they're both obviously just special, right? The way that they approach the game um, is, is is different, but just it's so methodical. Um, you know, Drew, um, you know, throughout his offseason, like the way that he works out is more, you would see like a receiver working out. Like he's in there lifting heavy weights. He's in there uh, pushing sleds. Uh, you're doing whatever, you know, a skill position guy will be doing. Brady, you know, the way that he approaches the game, he's all about is, uh, you know, his TB12 brand, you know, pliability. So you're not going to see him actually lifting the weight. But the way that he slings that thing is it's like he, he does. Um, they both lead in such a special way. I think, you know, from the standpoint of, you know, Tom, just what he did in, in Boston uh, all those years, uh, you know, for 20 plus years, with, with Belichick, um, I mean, it's just hard to to even compare, right? Let's, I mean, they got, you know, what was it six of them um, in, in Boston? Mm-hmm. And then one with Tampa. Uh, he's just a killer. He's, I mean, I remember we were playing in Pittsburgh. It was one of my favorite stories. We were playing at the Steelers a night game, and uh, it was raining. And then fourth quarter hit, Steelers, Steelers are up, and they played his highlight video of over the years of Tom getting hit and sacked and and they turn the lights off and he looks at me and he gives me this look and obviously he says something out and we're not going to say on the podcast. It gives me chills to this day mm. and we step on the field and I think he went 100% that drive to win the game. And he, it's just something about him. He, he he's, he's a killer. I mean, you think about Jordan back in the day and now after watching, um, you know, that Jordan documentary, I mean, that is Tom of football. He just finds a way to win no matter what, no matter who's around him. That's what he does. And he's contagious. I mean, not just on the offensive side of the ball, but he ups everyone else's game on the defensive side of the ball. He comes into camp the way that he competes. I mean, it's just it's just contagious. And one of my favorite moments was playing with him because that brought a lot of that out of me myself. Mm. And then, then he gets off the field, and he's just like a dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I mean, he just hey, you know, hang out there, and he he's approachable from anyone. Doesn't matter. I remember he remember every janitor name, um, and so I just got a lot of respect for him the way that he goes about his business for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like he's got that balance figured out. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No yeah. doubt. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like being able to turn it on when you need to, yeah. right? Like there's a switch, <laughs> it's on. Yep. And then you come off the field. Yeah. Okay, it's off. Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. story. Let's yeah. go. It's That's funny how true. he tries to keep up with the uh, the youth, the age, right? And what what music it, yeah. y'all listening to? <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's cool because you you can tell he's trying. Obviously, yeah, yeah. he's so much more older than than everyone in that locker room. But yeah. uh, he goes out his way to make you you know feel comfortable. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I've that's seen some of that stuff on social media with him too. Like yeah. Doing some of like the kind of TikTok stuff, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. It's cool to watch, fun to yeah, watch, man. No yeah. doubt. Especially someone on that level too. Yeah. You know, you don't get to see that very often. No, no. And and he's 
highest yeah. level you can possibly I mean, be. Right? We all gotta. I mean, it's just the truth. Facts are facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you um? Did you find that there's a on that level too, like yeah. I mean, obviously anybody in the NFL has to be great, yeah. obviously, to get to that point. Um, does it? Are there a lot of similar habits that people have, or methods that people use, or does everyone kind of have their own thing that's unique to themselves? Man, I was. It's funny you ask that because I feel like you got your handful of guys that are just so freakishly talented. Yeah. That, you know, they don't, they won't work out in the off season and they'll just show up and won't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. And then you got guys. Like myself, that if you don't work hard, you're probably going to be out the league. You know what I mean? And I think it's more it's more of those guys than not, though. But I wouldn't say we all got the same type of... More of the hard working or more of the like freakishly talented? I would say more of the freakishly talented. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that from friends yeah. in the league, too. They're right. saying, you know, like some of these guys are just huge and yeah. they just go out there. It's a lot <laughs> it's of linemen, you know, and, and it's just like... <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but, uh, you know... I don't, I'm sure, obviously, like, much like yourself, I'm not, I'm not afraid of hard work. I love hard work, no. man. And yeah. it's a reminder, too, you know, of, uh, of what I'm doing and, and what I'm willing to put in to get yeah. to where I want to go, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. so so it almost, you know, if I had the freakish talent and let's say I played in the league, I'd rather be putting in the work every single day, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think about, like, uh, like Aaron Donald, you yeah. know, playing with him. I mean, we all know how incredible he is, but the way that he goes about his work is, is unbelievable as well. Yeah. So there's yeah. no surprise on why uh you know he's doing it what he's doing and, and how he's doing it so yeah iron sharpens iron no doubt what uh what's it like interacting with the media i mean how is that <laughs> yeah. are you exhausted yeah. after games like during interviews and like the you know you're contractually obligated right like how yep. is that how yeah is that, that? that that's might be one of the hardest parts because you know when you win it's all good right you're more than happy to talk to the media but when you lose and Let's say you do something and the media, I mean, they got to ask the questions. So it's kind of like you got to check yourself uh, before you go in there, Um, you know, because, yes, you're contractually obligated to do it. And you got to also watch what you say. Right. You know, and I think the best place that do it is, you know, like Belichick, you know, he kind of like the less you say, the better. Mm -hmm. And he's one of my favorite, you know, watching talk to the media because, you know, he's like two-word answers all the time. And media gets so frustrated, but hey, he's doing his job and he's doing what he has to do, but he's not giving anyone any, uh, you know, too much intel. But media is probably one of the hardest things, especially when uh, it's just one of those things because you have to do it. Uh, but like, you know, doing stuff like this is cool. You know what I mean? Because you just lay back sitting. Yeah. Uh, but it's more times than now you got to go to that podium. And you're like, here we go again. More so because... Yeah. You know, if you just lost, you don't want to talk to nobody, right? So yeah, I can only imagine. And yeah. then you have the Marshawn Lynches, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, who just doesn't care. Yeah, and he's gonna he he's gonna give you what, what he gives you. So yeah. which I got a lot of respect for. Yeah, for absolutely. sure, it's his brand now. I mean, look what yeah. it's turned him into. It's true. even off the field. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Bring your own uniqueness to the world, man. Yeah, Do absolutely. You? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's part of the reason we wanted to make this in the first place was just. We wanted to just have fun, man. Yeah. Have good convos, you know, meet people, hear yeah. their stories too. You know, we, there's so many unique people in the world and like how many people get to do what you do and right. on the level, you're the most unique in your own right, right. man. And it's a, it's an honor and a pleasure having you here too. But hearing these stories, man, it's like, this is exciting yeah. for us. Like, I feel like a, a nerd just listening, like, <laughs> yeah. but it's exciting. Yeah. You know, well, we all cool. got our journey, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing it with mm, us too. Absolutely. You know? um, what would you say uh, the percentages, you know, of the game is mental versus physical, you know? Yeah, 
I mean, I'm a crazy number, but it's more so to exaggerate it. I think it's like 90% mental, mm. you know, 10% physical. I wow. mean, the grind every day um, from all athletes is just, uh, it's just different. I mean, whether you talk about basketball, who's waking up every other day, or baseball, who's playing every day. Or in our sense, yeah, we only have 17 games, but, you know, that one game takes it out of you. It's like getting in a car wreck, you know, <laughs> every single week. But... Um, you know, to be able to wake up and do the little things that's behind the scenes that no one sees. The fun part is Sunday. But, you know, Monday through Saturday, you know, sitting in meetings for eight plus hours and, uh, you know, dozing off. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's a lot more mental uh, than physical, in my opinion. And I think most guys will definitely say that. Uh, but if you can get through that point, the physical part is what we love to do. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why you're there. Yeah. Like family too, man. You're uh, happily married. You got the baby. Yeah, yeah. Which congratulations. Thank, appreciate it. Um, I'm kind of curious too. Like, uh, how has that changed your perspective on the way you show up, even in the game? You know, yeah. on and off the field. Yeah, I, I think now at this point it's like, okay, I'm putting a product out there. You know, obviously for myself, my family, but it's like, okay, I want to leave an example. Uh, you know, for my son. Not necessarily he has to play sports, but whatever, like, you know, whatever he does in life to just work as hard, you know, work as hard as he can at it, you know, on whatever he wants to be. Um, don't want to have that pressure on him. Oh, you got to play sports. You know, I'm fortunate enough to now have the means. If he wants to go to college for whatever, you know what I mean, photography yeah. or whatever the case may be, you, you can do that. But, you know, you just make sure you work hard at it. And so I can't preach that if I'm not um, putting that out there as an example. Yeah, you know, you, I might fail. Um, as we're going to fail more times than we succeed, as we all know. And, that, and that's fine, but it's about how you respond is what I'm trying to put out there for him. So when he looks back at, you know, these moments, obviously he doesn't know now. Mm. But when I talk to him about things, he can't just say, well, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Go back and watch this. Yeah. And watch how I failed and lost two Super Bowls, but got back up and, uh, you know, worked even harder, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you learn from your failures, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's one thing that uh, I really enjoyed. Jim Gray saying when we yeah. had him on was uh, he was working in the editing bay. He didn't necessarily want to be an editor, video mm -hmm. editor, but he knew if he gave 110, 150% of himself to his craft that somebody was going to notice and it was yeah. going to open doors. Yeah. And through that, got his interview with Muhammad Ali. And there you go. And his career. <laughs> yeah, you it's like, <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and it's a true testament to that, though. You know, it's, it's like, like you said, like you said with Will Smith, you know, it's, you put in all the work, you're going to yeah. outwork. I'm not going to stop until I die, yeah. you know. So. so I noticed you have a, uh, a photography page. Yeah, yeah. Archer Twelve Eyes. Yeah. I, I I have one too. W Meldman photo, little small one. Yeah. Yours is way better. No, no. I will fully admit that. <laughs> but how? When did you kind of discover that you wanted that creative outlet? And how much do you put into it? And yeah, do you have fun with it? Yeah, no. I I would say when I moved to Boston, um, and I got traded to uh, New England. Um, one of my teammates uh, at the time, Malcolm Mitchell, he was shooting. And he, he showed me this camera. And I'll be completely honest with you. The first reason why I went to go buy a Leica, because I had her design. So I was that guy that had a little bit of money, didn't know what he was doing. But, you know, I'm going to get the nicest camera that I can possibly get because it's just beautiful. But then I'm like, okay, I got this piece of equipment. I started traveling. I'm like, I need to learn how to use it. And uh, so I got connected with them. And from there, I just kept learning. But the inspiration came from traveling and being able to capture moments in a unique and special way. And um, I think one of the uh, best parts is, you know, going back and editing. I still do it today. 
um, fell in love with it. And, you know, when I moved to L.A., I met Brian Bowen Smith, who is a huge portrait photographer. You know, he yeah. shot some of the most, you know, famous people. But it's crazy how humble he is and how cool he is. And we we didn't live too far from one another. He was another like a guy. And so I got with him. I'm like, you know what? I want to learn how to shoot some portraiture. And to see his process uh, was so uh, fascinating. I was like, you know, I want to continue to try this. So I still practice today as much as I can. Right now, I've been on a break because I'm actually getting my pilot's license. So I've been oh, training wow. to get my pilot's license. Um, and, uh, you know, just working towards that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great, yeah. man. You got a... Uh, I mean, there's so many things going on right now yeah. that I'm like fascinated about. Right <laughs> yeah, now, so. yeah. But uh, just to talk on the pilot thing too, like I, I've got a buddy, uh, my buddy Aaron O'Connell, who's an actor and, yeah. and he's a pilot as well, you know? Uh, so I've gone up and flown with him a bit, yeah. dude, and it is cool. It is. It is. It is uh, you gotta, it's a different fulfillment, man. When you pull yeah. the, the wheels off that ground and then you come back in and land, I, I mean, it, it leaves you speechless the first yeah. couple of times. Every time you go up, you feel that. And so- uh, you know, working towards that. Hopefully, I have my private uh, before this summer, and um, it, you know, fly it's around. a lot of work, man. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot but of what's time. crazy is, it's like okay, I get one hobby, you know, uh, to be away from the fam, and uh, I, I joke with people. I was like, well, I can go fly, do my flight lessons, and uh, be home before you're done golfing. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I couldn't have both worlds, right? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. go off in and try to become a pilot or then I might as well be single. <laughs> you right, know what right. I mean? And so that ain't going to work. Yeah. And so that, no, that has been fun, though. It's been fun. It's yeah. been a challenge. It's a, it's a different type of challenge for sure. Because yeah. now you're talking about your actual life. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, my I buddy, can't imagine. Yeah, no, my buddy's plane has a parachute built into it. Oh, he must have a Sirius because that's serious, the one yeah. I'm tra- yeah, training yeah. on, SR-22T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was going to ask you if uh, you had one in mind or, or a plane in sight. That you, Serious, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'm actually great. looking into, into getting one now that I've been training on someone else's, but that's uh, cool. falling in love with it and just being able to you know, commute in, yeah. around the Northwest would be fun. With you, ever, you ever check out those uh, communities that are on the... You know, oh, they got yeah. an airport strip yes. built into them and you pull your plane into your garage, you know, your hangar. Yeah, they, uh, you know, like the San Juan Islands in the Pacific Northwest, they have yeah. some of those, but uh, I'm not going to take it that far because those runways are <laughs> a little skinny and a little yeah, short, yeah, yeah. so I'm not yeah. that confident. <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. Yeah. And then to circle back to photography too, yeah. and then also I wanted to play into uh, or ask you about actually the Archer. You yeah. Know, where, yeah. Where exactly does that stem from? And I think it's cool. Well, I'm going to let you say that for and then I'll... Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, so back, uh, a while back, you know, first thing it started was from Hunger Games, right? Oh, yeah. I, I love movies. And I love reading those books. But then I came across a Bible verse that I, I fell in love with. And it's kind of like violent, you know what I mean? So you really don't think of the Bible as a violent book, but it really is. And so it says, send forth lightning, scatter the enemy, shoot your arrows and rout them. Well, you know, as a receiver, I'll go out there on the field. And as we talked about it earlier, it's a, it's a switch that you got to flip, right? Mm-hmm. And... When I walk on that field, I got to flip the switch. And that's one of the things that kind of helped me remember, like, you know, it, it, it's okay to go uh, into a dark mode and, and try to kill somebody. Mm. And uh, that's kind of my mindset. So I kind of, that's my reminder um, every time I go out there and step on that field. And when I get off, I turn the switch off. <laughs> that's yeah, it, warrior mode, right? No yeah. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. That's great. No doubt. Yeah. And I it, love the biblical yeah. reference, too. Yeah, that's Absolutely. Cool. That's true, man. Pull it, pull it all together too, and it's, it makes you the warrior that you are. You know, yeah. And, 
that's that's we all got it inside of us. Absolutely, we just gotta have that reminder. So that's my my reminder. Yeah, in time and place too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't can't do that. Just walk around life like that. Ain't nobody gonna want to hang out with you. Jump up, start beating the shit out of us. You know (laughs) what's wrong with this guy? He got anger problems. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I found fascinating about uh, uh, also because of the, the archer. And then I, I was reading uh, up on the Bible verse too, man. I thought it was so cool that you, you know, made that a part of, yeah. you know, you. Uh, but to have a camera, yeah. you know, I'm thinking shooting, you know, and I'm archer thinking archer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they got to have you, a different eye, right? Got that eagle eye, man. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. cool that that's like, you know, you essentially your weapon of choice. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. No doubt. And then the celebrations, it, right? It, the, yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny about that. In my first three years, or my first two years, they found me shooting it. NFL, the third and fourth years, like, you know, if you shoot that, you get fined. And I'm like, they're, they're shooting or what is, uh, the guns in New England. Like, how violent can it be? I'm shooting an imaginary bow. Yeah. Uh, and then they laid off on it. Uh, but it's just it's just so funny because when I do shoot it, I mean, I'm I'm shooting that thing as violent as I can because I really think I'm shooting an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just That's like great. like I said, that different mode that you're in. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Was that when they banned like all celebrations? Or no, that, that was just particular celebrations okay. that they mm. and they 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 felt that was too violent. Um, so but ridiculous. you know what I mean. It is what it is. But now that we're back at it, you know, I'm able to shoot it again. So uh, so far, we're good to go. You know yeah. what I mean. And Hopefully, a lot more come out. We'll yeah. be looking out for it. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. no doubt. yeah, I love bow shooting too, yeah. man. I got a, yeah. a compound. I got a survival bow. I got oh, all yeah. kind of stuff like oh, that. Yeah. We got to go. We're both bow yeah. hunters. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't hunted with them yet, but you know, I got a couple. Yeah. My wife grew up hunting with her dad. Uh, you know, elk in Oregon, but during wow. that, it's during the fall, so I'm playing. So yeah. one day I'll be, I'll get out there. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'll be, I'm down to get out there with All you. Right. Man. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's make it happen That's for cool, sure. Man. You can always sharpen the tool while you're here, though. No, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, man. Are there any uh, any nonprofits you're part of? Or? You know, not not really I'm just yeah. single moms. I kind of have my focus on single moms, cool. um, just because that's what hit home for me. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, my mom is interacting with, with, you know, different groups or myself, I just really look for opportunities that, you know, speak to me and I just kind of hop on, like, you know, building some homes in Africa uh, for single moms, um, which, which has been fun. Um, you know, did a couple of things around here in LA, but really just kind of focusing on, you know, things that pop up or kind of grab my attention being in Houston. Uh, single mom organization that I kind of follow that's cool. and, and help out with. Yeah, so that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important to be passionate about you know things you support. Absolutely, sure. yeah. no doubt. I've said it before, but I definitely would say that you know mothers, especially single mothers, are like the most powerful. Oh no, important no women on the no face question. of this planet. It's, you know? it's, yeah. Now having a child is just like uh, yeah. I mean, I don't do nothing, <laughs> and the mom yeah. is the lifeline. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of respect. For all moms out there, not yeah. just single, but uh, when it I, comes to single moms, it just definitely hit home yeah. for me. I mean, yeah. but also to you because you yeah. you obviously picked a great one, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool, man. All right. Do you have a? Uh, you got any movies that you love? You got oh, I'm, I'm a Mar- Marvel guy all, oh, are all you? the way. You excited for uh, the new Thor? The new Thor that's coming yeah. out. Have you started the new Moon Knight on Disney Plus? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I mean, these guys don't miss. Yeah. Marvel don't miss. It's it's unbelievable what they're doing. That's kind of the dream, you know, for for me as well as an actor. Is, Go uh, take over Thor. He, he, hey he probably, man, you know, give yeah. him a couple, give him a couple of years. <laughs> there's a couple uh, if you if you really get into the comics too. There's a couple off written uh, storylines too with uh, 
there was actually a character uh, who is a human from okay. Earth okay. who looks like Thor. Okay. And then well, gets his go. power, you know? There you go. So I'm like, <laughs> hey, man, you know? Hey, why not, right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? But no, it's fun, man. Just the art of storytelling, too. That was for me growing up in such uh, such chaos with, yeah. with you know, having a single mother, having five, yeah. you know, five of us in the house. Uh, the one thing I had was film as my yeah, escape, yeah, yeah. as the one thing I can always kind of turn to. And I knew if I got lost in a film, that it's yeah. a great film, yeah. you know? Uh, so, you know, me and Will, obviously big, big movie fans as yeah. well. So meeting a fellow, you know. Yeah, I, lo- I, love yeah. My, I love my movies. Yeah. We got Doctor Strange 2 coming up. Doctor, oh, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a whole nother world. Yeah. A whole nother world. You, you obviously have a very long, great career ahead of you, but do you ever see yourself going into a... Uh, my so, dream, my dream, yeah. When I'm when it's all said and done, is to yeah. act in a movie, some yeah. somehow, some way. Uh, and I mean, you can go back and listen, look at questions that was asked. We're gonna years shake ago. on it right here. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's gonna happen. Right, we're gonna make somehow, it some way. Yeah. I, I, I mean, or at least let me go be the the stunt man to run for Black Panther or something. You know, I can fix <laughs> yeah, his yeah. form or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but something, I mean, it would be a dream. It would be an absolute dream and, and a challenge that because. It's, I mean, what they go through, and what oh. you guys go through, is it's a whole nother world of its own. I mean, people oh, look yeah. at athletes, man. I mean, actors and actresses. I mean, there's a lot that you got to go through. The way that you have to transform your body for a role. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and, and you're already, you know, in front of a camera, live right. entertainment. I mean, it's it's a very seamless transition. It's they're very very similar. Right. It's yeah, like, my my perspective going into it when I first started having no experience, no idea what it took, how, you know, how much work it yeah. was true. And then versus now where, you know, it's it's years later and I, I'm grateful that I've been able to work on projects that I have in film, TV. Uh, but to see, you know, you don't realize when you're doing a 20 hour day, you got to you sleep an hour or two and you get back yeah. up and do it all over again, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. you got to be on, yep. you got to, you got to, you know, hit all the beats and you got to be alive you gotta be yeah. funny you gotta have energy because yeah. if you're like this on camera you know you're like, dead no one's gonna yeah, want to watch man. you no doubt exactly no doubt. so uh, it's the work it takes to make film yeah. uh, or TV show or anything in that space too man people don't realize no doubt. the back end no and at a the lot time of respect for, yeah. for you guys on that on that well, aspect as well ditto <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah what are some of your uh, favorite sports outside of football oh F1 F1, F1. Uh, I yeah. love watching F1 yeah I uh, got I mean, a couple of years ago, I really start focusing on that and and really understanding what they go through. And uh, I mean, they're athletes. I mean, yeah. their their hand eye coordination and their reaction time is just out of this world. I mean, yeah. you hitting corners at two hundred miles per hour uh, with a couple inches from the next guy or the wall. Yeah. Um, so you know, I've been really watching that lately and following that, especially after last year' mm. controversial call at the end of the season. So. F one, I've been I've been hooked on. Yeah, and they're coming to the states more now. I mean, Miami, they're Miami, right? Miami Austin, yeah, and then they just announced that they're doing Vegas. Ve- yeah. yeah, which Vegas be wild. Be there I don't know one. if any drivers are gonna show up to the uh, to the to the meet the <laughs> depends, next day. Depends on the night before, right? <laughs> no, yeah. No. yeah, Vegas yeah. will be great. We'll yeah. we'll definitely be at that one. So we got to connect if yeah. you're there. I'll awesome. stay in the Super Bowl too, right? Is it? Oh, it's the same year. Oh, is it going? I don't know if it's the same year. I don't know if it's the same year, but I think it's supposed to be coming soon. Yeah, uh, to Vegas. But I'm saying, man, you imagine that city with F1, with with football. Well, Miami too. I mean, I'm looking forward to this one that's coming up. I mean, because the that's a culture city. It might be a baby Monaco right there with the beach and the water right there. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. And did you see uh, who is it? Um, uh, Porsche is 2026. They're coming um, to F1. Oh, so, crazy. Yeah, yeah they've yeah. been super active yeah. around it. And they got that E1 too, you know, yeah. like, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 
It's a lot of speed right there, man. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Um, well, hell yeah. I mean, you just re-signed with Houston. Yep. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate so, it. Could, could you see finishing up there or do, or do you think like what, what do I mean, you know, I mean, I definitely here? finished this contract up there is my thoughts yeah, yeah. but you know there's a lot I think there's a, there'll be a lot more years in the tank um, you know after that you know there's three more years there that puts me um, to 11, 12 and I, I truly think I'll have more in the tank as long as I stay fast uh, you know I'll be around this game for a long time so just kind of where it takes me um, you know I'll take a year at a time and just kind of see where it goes you know in this game especially my career been traded multiple times, yeah. uh, which is fine. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll still go produce at a high level regardless where we go. But, uh, you know, that's my thought right now. And that's why I kind of resign. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Just kind of year by year. No doubt. Keep going. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Are there things like, you know, you said the hand-eye coordination, coordination with uh, people from F1, yeah. the drivers. Uh, are there other sports that you found things that have helped you become better at your sport? I would say basketball. basketball. I mean, the movements uh, and basketball and a yeah. crossover. You look at a crossover and you look at a, uh, yeah. a receiver doing a release. I mean, uh, they go hand in hand uh, being able to move the body like that. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. We, um, we have this segment. It's called uh, the Rapid Fire let's segment. Do it. Let's do it. You ready for it? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Spider-Man or Superman? Spider-Man. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. my answer, yeah. too. Yeah. Summer or winter? Winter. Fast or strong? Fast. Yeah. Movie theater or on demand? On demand. Halloween or 4th of July? Halloween. Restaurant or home cooked? Restaurant. Movie or TV? Movie. Comics or novels? Comics. <laughs> Ice cream or French fries? Ice cream. Action films or horror films? Action film. Paw Patrol or SpongeBob? SpongeBob, no question. Yeah. <laughs> no, no question. Yeah, dude. Well, no question. The way you answered that was definitely yeah. fast, so yeah. that made, the answer made a lot of sense to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you took uh, rapid fire serious. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That's love great, that. man. Dude, appreciate it. you coming on. Is there anything yeah. you want to plug or uh, oh, no, social you, media, anything like that? All good, man. I yeah. appreciate you guys yeah, man. for having me. Uh, I love to watch the podcast and uh, just keep going. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like you're inspiring others and got a lot of respect for what you guys are doing. Appreciate that, man. Dude, we yeah, really, yeah. really appreciate it. No that doubt. was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, that's appreciate cool, it, fellas. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Studio 22. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.